When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, and welcome back to Realistic Sustainability Educational Shorts. Sometimes you get an opportunity to do something you just can't quite pass up. And that's what happened to me this week when Rob Bogan from The Curated Culture decided he wanted to host a Q&A on sustainability and asked me to be, well, the A portion of that Q&A. Of course, there is zero chance that I can say no to that. First of all, I love The Curated Culture. Second of all, I love sustainability. So, that's what we did. We created a whole town hall Q&A for sustainability. Now, that whole town hall thing, that was like over an hour long. So what you're going to get here is heavily edited shorts over the next seven weeks. Yep, we created a seven-part series with little clips from that town hall. I really did enjoy answering those questions for Rob. Later, you'll be able to see more on YouTube as those videos get released. So I hope you enjoy these as much as I did. Here is my sustainability Q&A town hall featuring Rob Bogan of The Curated Culture, part three. So this next question is, is one that you may not like, but I have to ask because we live, we live in an era in an age of instant gratification. Everybody wants to have the, the now, now, now results immediately. So what are, if any, what are some immediate indications that I could see from practicing sustainable living? First things first, no, I'm not upset because you have to quantify things where it matters to people. When I speak in public, about 85% of the time, I have to tell them the financial side first. I have to show a financial advantage. I have to show some kind of positive before they'll even listen to the rest. So this is actually a pretty easy question. When you live sustainably, you buy a lot less stuff. You start looking around before you buy something. You say, do I have something that can work for that? I don't have this size bucket, but I have two buckets that are half that size. I'm still good. I don't need to go to the store. Do any of my friends have that item? We've started to build a small network of people here in town that we don't go buy things. We have access to each other's stuff. A friend of mine currently has my tile saw, but that's okay. I This will sound funny, but I quite literally have his pickaxe. Uh, so <laughs> we had a I should probably tell you there was a large ball of roots of under the ground that needed to come out and I had to use a pickaxe. So that is still a tool, but we share just like any community used to my neighbors before they buy something, ask if I have it. So the very first thing you see is more money in your account that you haven't run out at the end of the month that you can put more into savings. And if you haven't been able to put things into savings, you now can't. Not because of magic voodoo or fairy dust. But it's just you're thinking about it just a little bit longer. You're thinking about it just a little bit more. And impulse 
doesn't take over. You go to the neighbors, you borrow theirs. We do it with lawnmowers. We do it with everything around here. If one of us has it, we share it with the other. Another factor that you'll find, and it seems funny because I'm a big guy, but if you, the more you get into sustainability, you start to lose a little weight, stress a little less. Some of your ailments go away. You know why? Because I walk uptown to get a bite to eat, or I ride a bike to the other side of town to go pick something up. If I am shopping or I do have to get something, I don't always fire the truck up. That my vehicle doesn't leave nearly as often. I live in town and I'm convinced, and I'm the guy who's trying to convince everybody to walk more, ride their bike more, and we need less parking. So, the last thing I want to do is use parking by driving my truck. So, all those things happen because you enjoy life a little more. You're you, you walk uptown. You're going to be the you're going to be the person who sits outside when they eat because it's beautiful out because it matters. You're not rushing in, grabbing this, rushing out. You have to get home because at this time you have to do this. You, you start to you start to adjust your time a little better. And with that extra money you save, sometimes you can do a few other luxury things that helps your life out and helps keep that stress level down. And I'll tell you just from my own personal experience, having a savings does it on its own. There's other things out there that you, you'll know your neighbors more. I know there's some people out there saying, I don't want to know my neighbors, but you do. You do. You certainly do. You know why? In my town this last week, I had call after call after call early in the morning. I thought it was an alarm clock, so I kept actually turning it off. But it was my whole neighborhood calling me because a house just four houses down had caught on fire. And they thought it was ours. And people were coming to our aid and ended up being that our whole community came to their aid. So you do want to know your neighbors. If you're worried that if you're one of those people who, you know, gets caught up watching all the scary TV shows, and I'm not talking like late night, you know, horror movies, I mean, like cable news, and they tell you, you know, everybody's going to rob your house constantly, and you've got floodlights all over your property now, you don't need that. You just need to be part of your community. Everybody watches my house for me. So one of those advantages that you'll notice is that you know everybody in your neighborhood. You walk outside, you say hi. That's another thing that you'll see an immediate difference on. You'll see the world differently. My favorite thing is, and I'm going to revert to the podcast with realistic sustainability, is my brother is a novice. Nick had very little knowledge coming into that podcast. And here we are rapidly approaching that first year. Every once in a while, I'll get a text message. I'll get a video message. I'll get something of him just upset at what he's looking at. And it's almost every time it's going to be a sustainability factor. Look at this packet. This is an orange. It came with its own outer coating. It's in two layers of plastic, and he just gets all upset. You see the world differently. It doesn't matter if people think it's weird that I bring a net bag, just a net, to get my produce. It doesn't bother me one bit. When I go to some places, people will ask, and I get to tell them, I'm not taking a plastic bag home. I don't need one. I use this hemp bag everywhere I go. You'll start to notice how your life is changing. You'll have less things around you and more people around you. How many times have you seen a family member pass away with a house filled with obsolete things but owned nothing to their name and few people were there? To me, that's a tragedy that we do not spend the time building our relationships and having less things we can share. It's okay. 
this stems from that 1980s Wolf of Wall Street, what do I get mentality that that went too far. I, when I talk to you about sustainability, I'm not telling you to change everything about your life. I'm telling you to act more like your grandparents. Waste not, want not. My grandfather would use it till it was a nub. That hammer would have a, he would break the hammer and then you would, he would fix the hammer and then he would break the hammer. But yet he still had wood. So he'd cut that down, make a shorter hammer. And he would do a few until this thing was just mangled. And then it was kindling. He used every bit of it. And that end of a hammer got a new handle. I know I have the hammer. (laughs) So we have to get out of this mentality that the eighties sold us that he who dies with the most toys wins. No, he who dies with the most toys dies. And we need to make sure that if we want to live, we, we get to choose how we live and sustainability strips that back and helps you see it. Thank you so much for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend or post it on social media. If you'd like to do a little more for realistic sustainability, you can become a monthly sustainer for as little as 99 cents a month on our Anchor site, or you can find out more on greeningyourlife.org backslash podcast. If you don't want to do that, that's okay. Uh, one of the biggest things that you can do to help the show is leave us a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. That really does help way more than you think. Thank you so much again for listening, and we'll see you next week. If you have the desire to be sustainable but are unsure of what can go in the recycling bin or you're constantly forgetting the reusable grocery bags, check out Starting Sustainability, the podcast. Don't be frustrated or confused anymore. Starting Sustainability was created to help those beginning their sustainable journey. Each week, we give ideas on simple concepts you can easily incorporate into your current lifestyle. We also share stories of what works and what doesn't, so you don't have to waste your time and money. Check out Starting Sustainability, available everywhere you listen to podcasts.